Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, August 20th, 2015, and we are live, ladies and gentlemen. This is NWO Wolfpack Radio, part of the WWS Radio Network. I am, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. Currently on with me at this time is one of the hosts of WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoot.com, the Iceman, J.D. Jerry Geronimo. Uh, J.D., welcome, as always, to NWO Wolfpack. Well, it's good to be here on Thursday night, and boy, we're just a few days out from the big party in Brooklyn, shall we say. Absolutely. Uh, of course, we were referring to, I think, uh, the big uh, Brooklyn weekend, as, as a lot of people are starting to call it now. Uh, of yep. course, Saturday, Saturday night, NXT TakeOver 2, uh, Sunday night, SummerSlam, and Monday, of course, Monday Night Raw will emanate from from Brooklyn, New York as well. And it ought to be a... a, uh, a Slop, a, as Jr. used to say, a slobber knocker of a weekend. Uh, but of course, uh, before we get there, of course, we have uh, one more episode of the Revolution to go tomorrow night, and then tomorrow, a Saturday night at nine o'clock, the debut of WCWS Attitude Radio with your host King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, as they will preview NXT Takeover Two. And this Sunday at 6 o'clock, an hour before showtime, WCWS Revolution will be doing a special, as, as, as we always do with every pay-per-view now, we're going to do a SummerSlam 2015 preview show. Um, and we're going to highlight all the matches, talk about, give our predictions, and of course some of our excuse me, members of the panel, panel way too tough to handle is probably going to be throwing in a few bets here and there. So, uh, definitely listen in and join in on the fun, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget, uh, like I was going to say too, Chad, don't forget on Monday, we will go over the end. And at 3 o'clock on Monday, I was going to plug it if I could, 
for U.S. Raw Radio, Howard Song Rose and myself will talk about the big weekend that was in Brooklyn as we will look back at NXT TakeOver to tell you what results happened. We will also give you our thoughts about SummerSlam, and then we will preview you what should be an epic, epic Monday Night Raw the night after SummerSlam is. We said they will be in Brooklyn one more night in Blaney. Like I said, it's going to be a crazy, crazy weekend, to say the least, with two shows. And, of course, County U.S. Raw Radio on Monday, where we'll be breaking down TakeOver 2, giving you our thoughts and opinions, as well as what happened at SummerSlam. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, uh, we, we talked about this a little while yet last night, that SummerSlam is basically going to be everybody's uh, 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 time to prove their worth, prove, prove, prove a very good point here. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be kind of electric here. Of course, in some of the big matches that we have talked about, uh, um, obviously uh, Lesnar versus The Undertaker, uh, Ambrose, Ambrose and Rollins versus uh, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt. Um, oh gosh, uh, the Divas are going to be in action. Uh, Intercontinental uh, Triple Threat. Uh, uh, it's on you know, Rollins title versus title matchup, which we're going to be looking at. I mean, that's going to be a Epic yeah. match in itself. I mean, you got uh, Neville and Stephen Amell versus Wade Barrett and the Miz. Heller in a somewhat comedy match, but a very entertaining tag match there. And of course, yes. we got Bruce, we got Cesaro versus Orton, or no, Cesaro versus Kevin Owens. My mistake. One versus Sheamus. I mean, the card is stacking up. I mean, if that's not all, we got a very exciting card on Sunday, Saturday night in Brooklyn. I mean, we got Finn Balor and Kevin Owens in the ladder match. Sasha Banks and Bailey going after the women's title. Uh, a six-person, eight-person tag. We got Baron Corbin, or not Baron Corbin, uh, Samoa Joe taking on. Uh, I forget who's taking on, but uh, we got uh, also a big surprise. I think I heard today how that supposedly Hideo Tommy is supposed to be in attendance this Saturday night in Brooklyn. From what I'm hearing. Well, I'll be like I said, a very tremendous, uh, tremendous show at least to say the least here, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, if you want to weigh in on. All these, all these topics, as well as our main topics of, of talk tonight, please join us right here at NWO Wolfpack, 1-724-444-7444. Right now, it's just myself, Mr. W- WCWS Chad Henshaw, as well as the Iceman J.D. Jeremy Geronimo from Raw Radio, which, like I said, you can hear every, hear every Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoot.com. Uh, uh, J.D., I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on a story that I actually brought at the beginning of Revolution last night. Uh, it was through uh, it was through WCWS authority member Sarah Mar- Sarah Elizabeth Martin who actually found this story for us and posted it on a couple of our group pages. Uh, it was it was revealed as to what the cause of death was to wrestling legend Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, I don't know if you had probably had a chance opportunity to read any any more on this, but it no, turns out that okay, well what ha- what what was the cause of his heart attack was was a blood clot in his oh, lungs. Wow. So yes. And they said that, you know, throughout his wrestling career, which they said spanned 45 years, which is a, an amazing accomplishment, uh, yes. he, had, he had suffered high blood pressure and hypertension pretty much at the same time and said both factors would be real good uh-huh. causes for, 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 uh, for clotting of the blood. Well, so, well, so that's, we know, well we, yeah, we know Roddy was always a wild guy, I mean, on the mic and off the mic. I mean, he was always known to be hypertensive and... Uh, that, that is just, uh, now that I've just heard this news, it's very sad to hear even more now. I mean, we thought it, originally it was like a heart attack, and now apparently it's a blood clot, however, being talked about, like you just mentioned. I did not hear that last thing. Now that you brought that to my attention, it's just 
it's heartbreaking to hear that even more. I mean, I mean, we know he's been he's been business since he was 16. However, I mean, he's been wrestling all over the world and all different organizations. I mean, from WWE to WCW to the Mid Atlantic and Crockett. I mean, it's just it's very sad to hear this news. However, it is absolutely, and um, of course, for this, they always say even the smallest things make the, make the biggest impact. And, and this was kind of an unfortunate tiny thing that tiny but unfortunate thing that happened that that brought that sadly you know it um took away from this one of the greatest wrestling legends wrestling minds uh greatest faces greatest heel one of the greatest heels i mean you name it the man pretty much did it all yes he did so and he is and actually he and greg valentine i think and ricky steamboat and this is i brought this up tonight we talked about that Roddy passed away, and I think I mentioned it on the air that night. I think they are him, Piper, yeah, Piper, Ricky Steamboat, and Greg Valentine are the only three guys to appear at both the very first Starcade and at the very first WrestleMania in history. That is very, also a very impressive accomplishment as well. Uh, um, but uh, like I said, I mean, uh, just to reiterate, like I said, a story brought up to us courtesy of one of our members of the WCWS Authority, Sarah Elizabeth Martin, who is also the, the creator of Ambrose Rollins Reigns Shield News, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Shield Senior News. If you want to give that a try, definitely, definitely. Uh, she, her group is a proud part of WCWS and a real good supporter of WCWS. Uh, so definitely give her, give her shows a try and uh, give her a group a try and, um, and see and see what see what we can do. Um, uh, but anyway, like I said, it was uh, it was it was. Uh, we do appreciate, like I said, Miss Martin uh, bringing us this story. And um, like I said, I mean, what could, what we thought was just a simple heart attack turned out yeah. to be a little, a little bit more. So, uh, but uh, of course. Uh, uh, we try to do our very, very best. I mean, as a JML experience has brought up on, brought up during our Piper Piper tribute show back around the end of last month. Uh, you know, who who is left for us to look up to? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair, Bret Hart. I mean, the list can go on and on. And speaking of the JML experience, the greatest wrestling mind and the best in the world, the the JML experience. I currently we currently have him now on the line. JML, welcome to NWO Wolfpack. What's up? Uh, I heard Bret Hart or something with the with the word we Hart. Were, we we were we were talking about uh, the story that uh, uh, was brought up to our attention, courtesy of uh, Sarah Martin, uh, yet last night on, on the group pages about the actual cause of death to Rowdy Roddy Piper, and. I was reiterating what you had said during our tribute show back around the end of last month about who who's left in terms of the legends, and that's when I mentioned guys like Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, stuff like that. Now, would you say The Rock would be one of those? Yeah, I would think so. Yep. Undertaker? Undertaker, yes. Uh, Triple H, maybe? Tom Michaels? John Michaels, yes. Well, Stinger. Yeah, I mean, Sting, yep. obviously. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, um, definitely. But yeah, but uh, but technically, you know, like, who's, you know who's a legend to me? 
Who's that? Page. DDP? Page. No, Page. Oh, oh, the diva, Page. Oh, yeah, she's oh, a legend. Oh, well, she's a legend. I can't deny. I can't deny that she's made a real good impact here since her. Um, she's only been in the WWE, what a oh, year? Yeah, about a little year. over. A little over a year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's she's been one of those that's been that's made a pretty much big uh, impact in here. I mean, of course, made history by, you know, the night night after uh, WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. pinned AJ Lee and won Divas belt right just like that. I mean, yeah. so so that Is was Michelle on. Not yet. She said she's going to be late. Ronda oh. said she's probably going to be late too. Uh, so who is it right now? Who we got? It's me, you, and JD. Oh my God! The three amigos. The three amigos are together. Yeah. Is Gerard still sick? No. Here's what I found out. What happened? He, he he I found out what happened. He got offline early last night and I didn't find this out until after the show was over with. He had a headache. Uh so but he's I not on tonight, him, though. I don't I don't see him on. Um I thought he was on face on Facebook here. Uh but let uh, me see what's going on. Okay. But he said he was feeling better, so that's all that's all last I've heard. He's been back in up in Fucking some subs and probably watching SmackDown. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's apparently storming in uh, Canada. Canada. So, yeah, I mean, Michelle. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. One seven two four 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 seven four 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 NWO Wolfpack on this evening part of the WWS Radio Network. I of course am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, and currently on the line with me is the greatest wrestling mind ever and the best in the world of Jane Mill Experience, as well as the Iceman JD Jeremy Geraldo, uh, one of the hosts of Raw Radio, which you can hear Monday afternoons at three right here on Talkshoe dot com. Um, uh, but like I said, yeah, we were reiterating as to what we found out as to what the actual cause was of Roddy Roddy Piper's death. Uh, yeah, a blood the, clot. A blood clot in his lungs, and that's yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah, and I had found I had I heard about this shortly before shortly before we went on Revolution last night, and uh, that's that's when I first reported it. Um, now, but, um, didn't we all discuss what we thought? Piper's best match was. We talked about a bunch of them. Uh, of course, we highlighted two of them. I know. We highlighted the dog collar match, first Starcade versus Greg Valentine. Yep. And I, I and I primarily talked about his reign, his own, his reign with the only championship he he ever earned in WWE, and that was the Intercontinental Belt. And he had it from Royal Rumble ninety two well, to WrestleMania eight. Technically, I mean, he had two belts. Oh, that's right. He had the tag belts with Flair. Yeah, tag. That's right. Those six. <laughs> yes. So, so that was only the second. That was the only other one. And I didn't. I didn't stop to think about that. That was around the time that DX was still that Triple H and Shawn Michaels were still doing the DX reunion thing around that time. Okay. Darn it. But I mean, that's in it. my opinion, you know, when I've watched this match. Probably a thousand times, and I'm going to reiterate it like a broken record. I thought him and Bret Hart was one of the the best 
matches that I've ever seen, and I think it's often overlooked when they talk about, you know, best WrestleMania matches. In my opinion, that's a, that should be at least the top ten. That's got to be yep. up in the top two. You mean the top three? I think yeah, no question about you it. You think in the top know. three? I mean that's that's tough, you know, yeah. to, to go in the top three because, in my opinion, yeah. if we're gonna talk top WrestleMania matches, uh, Austin Hart right at thirteen, definitely up there. Michaels right. and Taker twenty five. I thought was better than twenty six, so I'd put their match at twenty five. Uh, if you go, if you're going from an old school perspective, I thought WrestleMania three, uh, Steamboat and Savage is is yeah. gonna be up there. Yeah. Um, and then the rest, I think, is open for interpretation. Um, and everyone has an opinion about them, but if you look back at it, like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. And Austin, for the most part, has probably the most appearances on that best of WrestleMania match list. Right. Right. I have to agree. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I mean, mean, think about it. Bret Hart, besides WrestleMania 9, almost every one of his WrestleMania appearances as as a solo I don't think ever had a bad WrestleMania match. No, no it wasn't for them. See, the thing is, my, I've always thought about this that I've and, always and they should have had a freaking WrestleMania match against each other. I mean, again, after twelve, they really should have had the rematch at fourteen as Bret Hart stuck around. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, that would have been great to see. That would have been you know, great to see. But um, you know when. Uh, you know, when uh, Hogan left, you know, in my personal opinion, they said Bret Hart kind of took that leadership role. Yep. But if you really think about it, I mean, Shawn Michaels was not too really too far behind with that. No, he, was, he wasn't. He was, he, was, he was fast emerging, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but, so, I, I mean, the big, much, the big issue was Vince still wanted to push 
the big guys. So, like, he was pushing Luger very heavy after Hogan left. Um, and and to me, it didn't work out as planned. He could have get arguably he should have given Luger the belt at one point during that Made in the USA run. Um, that SummerSlam match against Yokozuna, I mean, that was very highly anticipated with the whole Lex Express and him touring different cities with the with the tour bus. Right. Um, and for him to win by count-out and then have that match celebrated as if he won the title, I thought was a slap in the face for the average fan who tuned in and really thought that Luger had actually won the belt and he didn't. Um, and then they booked the Royal Rumble in 94 where Luger and Hart both win. They're co-winners of the Rumble. Um, just Luger right. just... They, they never gave him the strap. It would have been interesting to see him as even a transitional champion. Um... And for that matter, I didn't think the narcissist gimmick was as bad as everyone, you know, made it out to be. I thought that was a good fit for him. Um, that gimmick didn't last very long, did it? No, like, it lasted from Royal Rumble, uh, 90, 93 Rumble, to after the 93 King of the Ring when he turned face uh, on the Intrepid when he body slammed. Yokozuna and he, Bobby Heaton said, that was a hit toss. That was a hit toss. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we've digressed a little bit here, but if you think about it, going back to it, if you want to list WrestleMania matches, most of you're going to see a common thread and it's like the same five guys that are going to be on that list. <laughs> Right, exactly. Without a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. One seven two four 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 seven four 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 NWA Wolfpack on this evening, as of course myself, Mister WCWS Chad Hinshaw, is like currently happy with me right now. The greatest wrestling mind ever and the best in the world, the JML Experience, as yep. well as JD, the Iceman Jared Girolamo from Raw Radio. You, you hear that every Monday afternoon at three right here on Talkshoe dot com. Uh, and, of course, Chad, our topics. Yes. One thing that we might want to touch on tonight, um, maybe some of our personal favorite SummerSlam matches, considering SummerSlam is this Sunday. Yes. Uh, um, of course, um, we also have our other topics tonight. You And, Jamie, I do appreciate these uh, ideas as well. And, uh, uh of course, the wrestler profile on uh, Xbox Six One Two Three Kid, whatever you want to like to call him, and also uh, there, there he goes. They, they, he, he was known as that too. That's right. And um, yeah, I got you. And also, <laughs> um, uh, and I, I'm hoping you were talking about this was the one you were talking about uh, about why Buff Bagwell and Scott Steiner never made it into the WWE. Well, they they made it, but why didn't they ride the brothers, like go what, far. like what stopped their momentum and what held them back? Right. Can I answer so, that one? 
Well, I don't know what we're doing first, BD. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first off, like I said, uh, while we wait on everyone else to call in, which I'm hoping, like I said, uh, Mr. Uh, King and WGTS to R.T. Smith will join us soon. Uh, of course, he said there was a storm passing over his location, so hopefully yep. we'll, we'll get him on here soon. Um, our resident independent wrestler, Ronda Bush Wright, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Was, as long as there's late. beer still after, <laughs> after the storm, uh, Gerard will be okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. The man was always prepared whenever something like that happens, I think. So. <laughs> but... Uh, but I, I say, I say, gentlemen, and hopefully, like I said, they'll they'll call on in here while we while we uh, zoom on into the rest of the profile series on uh, on X Pac. Uh, of course, uh, uh, definitely a great superstar uh, made his debut in the uh, WWF. Like I said, in the nineties, uh, very instrument. I think he uh, picked up his uh, picked up a good upset win over Razor Ramon. And yeah. I think you said he was first known as the Lightning Kid going into this, um, but uh, but of course after he pinned Razor Ramon, um, that's how he gained the nickname One Two Three Kid. Um, yeah. And uh, of course uh, uh, we have seen him, of course, uh, in the corner a lot of times. Especially I remember this of uh, I think it was WrestleMania. I want to say WrestleMania Eleven. It was for an Intercontinental title match, Razor Ramon versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, of course, the kid, one, two, three kid, at the time was in the corner of Razor Ramon. Um, of course, in the corner of Jeff Jarrett was the roadie, which of course we would know later on as the road dog. Uh, uh, all four pretty much played a huge part in this match. Um, uh, but of course, uh, Razor Ramon got the win by, I believe, I believe the win was by DQ, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was a very, very interesting match to say the least. Um, of course, the the kid uh, obviously was wearing a what looked like a um, um, a kimono or something going out there into that going into that match. Uh, uh, J-Mail, your your uh, thoughts and opinions, sir, on X Pac. Well, <laughs> for me. He was always a good, solid mid-card wrestler. Uh, he was dependable. Um, he was a good face in WWE as the one-two-three kid. Um, then he transitioned to the heel one-two-three kid when he turned on Razor and joined the Million Dollar Corporation. Um, I mean, obviously, during his career, he's battled some personal demons here or there, uh, as a lot of these guys did. I remember him having probably one of the greatest Monday Night Raw main events of all time with uh, Bret Hart in 94. Summer of 90, I think it was August of 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before SummerSlam 94, where Owen was going to take on Brett and the Steel Cage. Um, it was an awesome match. Uh, Randy Savage called 
called that match with, um, I forget who he called it with. I don't think Vince was doing commentary. I don't remember. JR, I, think was, I think it was JR. I think it was JR. I think it was JR. I, I remember just Savage doing a great job on commentary that night, selling that match. But if you go back and watch that, uh, it's one of the best matches I've seen. And uh, it was rare uh, because it put two of the most over baby faces against each other in a main event. And that didn't happen too often. Um, He was always uh, involved with Razor Ramon um, (laughs) during his first run with WWE. Uh, Then he he kind of disappeared uh, in early 96. Uh, I don't know, J.D., was he released, or he asked for his release, or... Do you remember? I think he was... I think his contract was up, and that's where the Hall and Nash jumped ship first, and then he came aboard, however, as their lackey at six pocket, and then he started getting involved in the feuds with guys like Jericho and Eddie and Ray and Malenko. I mean, that's what I remember that. Yeah, I think... Gentlemen, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I have to step away for a second. Just going to continue talking. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, Chad had to go get some cherry pie. Um, I think what what occurred, um, you know, obviously he wanted to be with Hall and Nash. Yep. So he went to WCW. And I thought he put on, like, really quality matches. And you kind of saw him in a whole other light. Uh, he grew the beard, and uh, he had the whole attitude thing down with the NWO. I thought he was a good fit with them. Um, yep. He had, like you said, good matches with Jericho, um, Mysterio, Malenko, Guerrero. Yep. Um, and it really, because he had, in WWE, he he wasn't going against guys that were in that same weight class or cruiserweight class. He yeah. was generally going against guys who were bigger than him, so he wasn't really able to show off his speed as much um, in technical wrestling. And uh, I think WCW saw him in a whole other light. Um, unfortunately, okay. he had that neck injury, yeah, and he had some personal friction with Hogan and Bischoff, yeah. and he was sitting rehabbing his neck injury and he got the FedEx saying that he was released. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you talk about the FedEx thing and maybe Chell probably comes back on. I mean, had he stayed in WCW, do you think they would have kept him the way he was going in the Cruiserweight division and done something different with him? I mean, or do you think maybe because it was all about Hogan and his ego in a way, and I stress that word ego because he did have a big giant ego, we know, that uh, kept X-Pac down. Well, I think if you look, um, Jericho never really ascended beyond the TV belt, right? Or the U.S. title. Same thing with Benoit until the last day he was with WCW. They gave him the WCW title, but it was too late. Um, Guerrero never 
ascended beyond the U.S. title. Um, guys like Malenko and and Saturn and all those really really talented Mysterio, Kidman, they never ascended to the the mountaintop in WCW. The only guys that did, or guy that did, to, to my knowledge, was Booker T. But that was during the twilight of WCW. Right, and I think the reason why Guerrero guys were held down is just because of that. Because of, but it was also, I think, because of a, a person like Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan is the bookmaker. I mean, I think there was a lot of friction with some of the superstars that yep. really did not like entrust Sullivan. Ben well, Rose the other thing, the other thing too, is you you got to remember once Kevin Sullivan was out of power, uh, you had Kevin Nash booking and. Kevin Nash never liked the smaller guys as champions, which I never understood considering Shawn Michaels isn't big yeah. and that was his one of his best friends. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So like you're kinda of being hypocritical. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I mean overall to me, if you look, WCW was never gonna push six Sean Waltman beyond maybe the U.S. title. Yep. And to me, he was never a guy. He was he was like the perfect quintessential mid-card guy. Yep. I, I could he never did. see him being the guy, but he was a mm-hmm. middle-of-the-road middle guy. Yeah. Um, but guys like Guerrero, I, I can't believe I said his name earlier. You should have stopped me, J.D., yeah. TB, um, yeah. <laughs> Jericho, like, I was only shocked that WCW never took advantage of their talents. And oh, yeah, that was their problem. I mean, Hogan and those guys would have the big, giant egos in their contracts, and Hogan would always find a way, like, Hogan and some of the other guys would just bury the young talent. I mean, Hogan called those guys the Vanilla Midgets, if you remember. Yep. But... Look who has the last laugh uh, because those guys jumped ship, right? Yep. They they jumped to yep. WWE, yep. and uh, WCW ended up dying. Yep. So they made the right choice in the yep. end, and uh, all those guys, for the most part, prospered even greater in WWE than they did in WCW. Right. And I think another thing that really killed WCW, too, is just not when Russo went home, however, they did certain things how even before Russo went home, they tried to mimic WWE. I mean, look at that Ferrar and his portrayal of Oklahoma. I mean, that was a slap in the face. They figured, oh, let's bring yeah. that sequence in for a couple months, however. That didn't last very long. I mean, they tried to have yeah. the cabinet turn commission. Here's the thing, though. Vince Russo gets a lot of criticism, and some of it is rightfully so. However, yeah. when he took over, he took over a roster that was depleted because a lot mm-hmm. of guys weren't able to work dates because they were getting paid so much money per appearance. Yeah. Um, but he did do some things that were interesting, like he took Brett out of the mid-card and made him a main eventer where he should have always been. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he tried some interesting things, like he tried 
the third thing heal. Yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. work out. He tried to do him. he tried to do the whole NWO thing again. Yep. Obviously he he got Jeff Jarrett. Um so he got a solid worker in there. And he tried to push some of the younger guys that were yep. still there. Like the Stasiax, the the Palumbos, the Jindrax. Right, and he also, and he also uh, tried to, uh, in a way, portray some real-life uh, friction with certain people, like look at Shane Douglas and Ric Flair. For the longest time, Shane Douglas had held always a dislike for Ric Flair in WCW, and that goes back to what he was in the company well before he went into ECW and WWE. I mean, for the longest time, he would find a way to just absolutely tell everyone Flair's dead. However, I don't like Ric Flair. And like you said, how yeah, he would give these young guys the power playing chance. Another thing that he would do, what he did do, and it kind of failed, was having Goldberg turn heel. Yeah, I mean that that was that's always you can't just turn people heel every week. Exactly. And you can't make people turn face every week because what happens in your audience, the shock value is gone. You have to be yeah. very strategic in your heel and face turns. Yeah. You can never and you can't have too many and you can't have too few. Exactly. And another thing he kind of, well, a lot of people criticize him about it, and I don't know what your take is on it, is the night he made David Arquette the WCW world champion, and then later on in that year, in 2000, yeah. if you remember, he made uh, himself the world champion, and then he basically yeah. vacated him, which was the smart thing to do. But to have David Arquette become the world champion at that time, however, when they were coming out with the movie, like, ready to rumble for the company, they figure, oh, we'll get a lot of ink out of this. Well, David Arquette is our world champion, we'll have a successful movie. Look what that turned out to be. That kind of was the, kind of like, uh, really a dud in a big way. As I was oh, ready right. to rumble, failed at the box office big time, and Arquette wasn't champion very long. He still has to champion, what, nine days? Then the next thing you know, he outs Jeff Jarrett, the DDP or as we all said before, like Mark Brand says, who's from my hometown, D.D. Mead, he basically helped Jeff Jarrett get the title back, however, at Slavery, and that was the same night they did probably one of the most stupidest and most absolutely asinine things that people criticized Rooster because of this, is when Kamin was thrown off the cage. Yeah. Uh, let's table the Vince Russo talk, because we could probably talk uh, a whole two-hour show just about Vince Russo, Let's write that oh. down somewhere. We'll make a note of it. But uh, that's a very interesting conversation about Vince Russo. And, uh, and Ferrara. For, for me, well, Ed Ferrara was more of the, the guy that was brought in uh, the, the night after. Well, actually, I think the first event he ever worked was the 98 King of the Ring. Um, yeah. So he worked for WWE for like a year. But yeah, I mean, right. we'll, we'll table it. Uh, so getting back into Sean Waltman, uh, Chad, yeah. do you have someone else on the line? No, I currently don't. Um, I wanted to add one thing to this talk you're talking about to deal with David Arquette. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you, re- I'm and, and Jamie, I'm sure JD, I'm sure y'all remember this. Mm-hmm. It was, and this I found this clip on. Uh, on YouTube, someone posted it for a long time ago. It was from, it was from sometime around 2000, uh, Mad TV, when David Arquette did the, um, um, he was dressed up as a Mexican wrestler at the beginning yeah. of the show. Yeah, 
and he brought brought up two two other Mad TV cast members dressed up. One of them that looked like a, looks like a bull, and the other one, the guy was supposed to be carrying a bag of bag of crap or something like that. <laughs> and they said they, they said they were going to take the WCW and and, and bring it back. So with my knee, and all of a sudden here comes Sting. Sting comes, what? Sting, Sting comes on Mad TV. What? Like April April of two thousand. Sting comes on, yes, and then all of a sudden takes down the guy that's dressed up like a bull, and then takes the guy with the bag of crap and all, pushes him down, and takes the bag of crap and bops him upside the head, and then takes David Arquette, who's dressed up as his other Mexican wrestler, uh, uh, um, and he goes like, David, David, I thought we were friends, and says, Sting, this this is my thing. You know, I mean, we're our friends, but this. Uh, uh, he uh, ends up p- punching David Arquette in the stomach and gives him a sleeper hold and said, are we going to have a good time tonight? Yes. We're going to have a good time tonight. This clip is on YouTube, y'all. So, Sting, I, Sting I on Mad TV. Sting I on Mad TV. I need to watch this. Yes, yeah. I've seen it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I might have it on the video vault. I'm not sure, but we'll double-check that and see. Uh, but now we currently also have the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, has joined us, Michelle Welcome to the NWO Wolfpack. Hello, Hello. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Raw is Michelle. Alrighty then. Michelle's good. Alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it on. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, then. 1-724-444-7444. NW Wolfpack on this evening, as I currently have the greatest rest of my neighbor and the best in the world, and a pretty good singer, by the way, the Jane Mill Experience. JDD uh, <laughs> Iceman, Jared DiGiraldo from Raw Radio, uh, every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoot.com. And... Uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who along with King NWO, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, will be uh, hosting the debut episode of Attitude Radio, which will debut Saturday night at 9 right here, also on TalkShoot.com. Michelle, we're right in the middle of our discussion of X-Pac. Any thoughts and opinions on the Superstar? Well... Uh, mm. he's a good superstar. He was, you know, part of DX, NWO, was the one, two, three kid. Uh, he always has a good match. I like his bonk, Bronco Buster. He always, um, he always had that, you know, funny mentality. Um, always liked to get the crowd's attention. Uh, he was always one of my favorites. I liked him. You know, he's been in the news. He's had bad this, that, and the other, but he's still... I still respect him for what he's done for the business, so... Did he invent the, the, the crotch chop? Yes. I think he did, yeah. I think so. Did he? We need to... We need to do some investigative work. Uh... I can tell you he, he did. He did, 100%. Mm, pretty 100% sure, yeah. He invented the moves? I'm sorry? 
a stack of Bibles? Uh, okay, sure. I remember reading it in his profile. Uh, I, I believe you. I'm just... I'm just... Okay. Yeah, actually, that's something that I forgot about, too, when you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, it just recollected in my mind, like, I think he invented the cross shot. He also was the necromancer. So pretty much my whole childhood, when I was going around doing the crotch chop to just random people, I could thank X-Pac for that. Uh, oh, my God, like, and I can oh, so see you doing lady. that. Little old lady. Boom. Suck it. Boom. Suck it. And, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mailman. Suck it. Really? The teacher behind their back, I'll stand up to the desk, suck it, and everyone would laugh and mm-hmm. have them to see. JML. Yeah. Are, are you okay? I am always okay. Are you okay? okay. No, not really, but I'm here. Oh. That re- that reminds me of that uh, that video that came out about DX a long time ago whenever uh, they said they were doing their, their they were doing their own video and I met the mentions before the Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X Pac were in the control booth, whatever. Billy, Billy Gunn. Gunn had, Billy Gunn. Mm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Billy Gunn asked X Pac, "Has anyone seen Hunter or China?" And X Pac goes, "It's not my turn to watch them." And he turns around and moons them, and and I said, and Billy goes, "You just flipped me off." And Road Dog said, "I just saw your X sack." <laughs> <laughs> I think JML JML should say his his typical Billy Gunn saying, "I'm a ass man." Exactly. Because I'm an ass man. Yeah. Uh, I I love to kick him. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and and also, uh, I heard they uh, call him Billy Pistol, but that was that's for another reason. I won't get into that. <laughs> oh my god! No 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 no! Shh, shh, shh. No. <laughs> Michelle would agree that Billy Gunn is the one, right? He he. Mm. I can say lots of things. <laughs> I just can't see. I can't take him serious with the first name Kip. His real well, first name is Kip. Yes. Yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy! I thought it was Washington. But he's an ass man. I'm sorry. I think JD was saying something. JD, sorry, I JD. I was Shell. I think his real Hi. name is Marty Kip Soft. I think that's his full name. I don't know. Who? Billy no. Gunn. I think that's his full name. Monty Kip Sop. I don't, I, I'm not in front of a computer, but I'll have to Kip, look into that. Kip Swap? Sop. S-O-P-P. Sop. Kip Sop. That's even worse. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think He's really done to me. I think I, I just threw up in my mouth. I think Michelle wants to chop <laughs> up some Kip. <laughs> Hell yeah. He wants a Sign different me up. Sign me up. Hey, you know what? We never did do our top ten hottest men and women. We never did do that. All right. I have mine. I mean, is that okay? I mean, I'm not, like, trying to get you guys off tra- tra- shit. track, but 
that just comes to mind. No, uh, and no page nine, page eight, page seven, page six, page five, page four, page three, page two, page one, page. There we go. Re- My top ten. You, Thank you. JML, you think that sense. Becky Lynch and others are hot. It's not just Paige. No, but if I keep saying it, maybe she'll hear it. It maybe my dreams will, will come true. Okay, we'll keep tweeting it. Give JML a chance, remember? No, what I, what I think I'm going to do is she's dating someone in a, a band, I believe, a day to remember. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Right? So I'm going to go yes. to a concert and just stalk her location. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay, so can everybody else do their top ten and then, you know, maybe tweet us, give us a chance? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, show. it's just a thought. We don't I, have to do I, it. I'm sorry. I, I, know, I, know, I know Chadwick's uh, favorite song on a WWF soundtrack. Uh, Does everyone okay, want to know? It? It's yeah, pie what is it? by it's pie by the rock. good <laughs> pie. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are reared up tonight. Wow. <laughs> this is what happens when uh you're depressed. You gotta JD? you gotta pretend like J- you're not. Oh well, I'm not depressed. It's just been a long day. Well, I'm just tired. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, bad day. Turn yourself around. And when we, when if if everyone gets opportunity to replay this show after we get done with after uh, sometime tomorrow, I hope everyone gets an opportunity to listen because JD is the only one that actually heard this. I actually start playing music for the show tonight as well. Uh, oh damn! I, play- I missed it. She's my cherry pie. Pouring in water it. with a big surprise. <laughs> no, my wasn't it. cherry pie. I actually played the original NWO Oh, damn. Gerard missed it, too. J.D., did, Gerard, you, did you hear it? Yes, I heard it. Gerard, we you, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah Gerard, uh, Michelle's not on as of yet because there's a storm apparently over Canada. Um, so, oh yeah, uh, I saw that in the chat box. Yeah, blame Canada, blame Canada. We actually got a little bit of rain here this morning before I went out to play golf this afternoon. But, you did uh, what to who for how many cookies? No, <laughs> this morning I did a little bit before I went out to play golf, but it wasn't too bad though. We actually had no rain all week down here. Dolph Ziggler did what to Rusev? No. We have had no rain this week, however, at all. Except no rain. Days. So you no you 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 guys are going the blind melon route. Yeah. Well, we have good one. Getting ready to uh, head back uh, on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, he's vacationing down around the Outer Banks of North Carolina. There, Jamie. Yeah, I think Carolina. he needs to bring me some sand back. Life's just the beach, and I'm playing in the sand. That's exactly right. <laughs> Michelle, your idea, let's yeah. do that tomorrow. Let's do that idea tomorrow. What yeah, idea? That's totally fine. What the idea, idea that you, the one about the, the top ten list of the uh, 
sexiest wrestlers and divas of all time. Well, I have no reason to to call in tomorrow night then. Well, why? Well, well I said mine already. Uh, you okay. guys made fun of it. No, I didn't make fun of it. No, no, no. I mean, the thing is, you you, you have talked about Paige nonstop. I mean, you actually mentioned a little while ago. Um, well, if was, I what list, was if I list ten pages, does that make her a chapter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You just wrote a book about her. Well, I won't be able to make it tomorrow night because we're going to be packing up our stuff since we're leaving very early Saturday morning. But I got I got my list right now. If you want to hear it. Okay. Okay. We'll go. We'll go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Number one, the first lady, the first hottest lady of wrestling, without question. First of Faye. Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, first of Faye. Yeah, right. No. Miss Number Elizabeth. two, Bold Nakano. Number three, uh, Harvey. <laughs> Number four. <laughs> Number two, Lita. Number three, yeah. Eula McGillicuddy. Number four, Sunshine, former world-class championship wrestler. Who? Number Sunshine. She's the Sunshine. Yeah, from world-class. Yeah, I know who. We, I know need, who's to, we need to pull up a pick. Okay. Number four, Jimmy Garvin's ex-wife, Precious. <laughs> this is his ex-wife. <laughs> I'll take your four. Number five, we'll say uh, Don Marie. Number six. Oh, Marie. I'd like to meet some Don Marie. Mm-hmm. I'll take Wilson at six, though. Number seven, Sable. Number eight. I know this is going to really surprise you guys, but you know what, though? Choose a. Uh, Alicia Fox. No. Uh, I'm going to say Charlotte Flair. Number nine, Becky Lynch. And number ten, I'm going to... This is a tie, number ten. Did you say tie and tie? No. This is a tie for number... This is a tie for number ten. A tie for number ten. Oh, okay. Okay. I I just... (laughs) Number 10, I'm going to say it is going to be uh, between Baby Doll and I would say possibly uh, Kimberly Page. Kimberly Page, yes, thank you. Yep. Indeed. (laughs) I thought he said tie and tie. I'm like... J.D., do you want your pee-pee chopped off? Choppy, choppy, my pee-pee? Yeah. Choppy, choppy. Choppy, choppy, Oh, God. One of the oh. crazy, another crazy incident in our history, however. That was the funniest thing ever in uh, any Monday Night Raw. That and yeah. CM Punk getting his uh, Coke spilt, his Diet Coke. No, 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 no. I want, you want funny? Let's go back to when Mae Young gave birth to a live hand in the, and Gerald Briscoe puked. Nah, that was just and, gross. That was funny, though. It was funny. No. Okay, yeah. I'll go ahead and get my top ten here. I, I've been thinking while 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 y'all been talking. Uh, I'm Jerry's talk- up there. <laughs> 
Why do you think I'm so obsessed with cherries for? I'm not. <laughs> now, peaches maybe, but not cherries. <laughs> it's moist. It's a... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I've been, uh, hey, hey, before Chad, you get into your list. Michelle and and the rest of the panel here. There's been a lot of memes going around lately with the word moist. Does anyone know why? No, I have no idea. Um, no one. Well, like there's a meme going around. Like there's at least one person you know. That's that reads this that doesn't like the the word moist. And I go, I'm like, who doesn't like the word moist? It's a magical thing. Like moist brownies, you know, other things. <laughs> I, like, I don't wow. know. Social that's, media. That's, hmm. Okay. Well, let me go ahead. I'll go ahead and run down my top ten. Uh, uh, Are you going to go from ten to one? I think you should go ten to one. Jeannie went yeah. reverse, and he confused the hell out of me. I'm going to do it, David Letterman. He I'm said tie and tie in his top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay. He really liked his, some Takamishinoku. He wanted, he wanted a Mishinoku driver. <laughs> well, I'm gonna do David Letterman style. I'm gonna do ten to one. So, okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right, number ten. Uh, what? Why is the comparatron going off? No, I, I, that's not the comparatron. It's just me doing a stupid noise. Mm, uh, that's my thinking noise. Mm, okay. Uh, let me see. Number ten would have to be Sasha Banks, my personal opinion. Ooh. Number nine, yeah. Number nine. Uh. Oh gosh. Uh. Mm, number nine, I would say Dom Marie. Number eight, Victoria. Ooh. Uh, there you go. That's right. Yeah. Number seven. Tori Wilson. Mm-hmm. Number <laughs> number six, Becky Lynch. Oh, the, the hits keep rolling there, Chad. I am impressed. Number five. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, number five, Candice Michelle. <laughs> he said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> 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 Good lord, man. I'm on a roll here, okay? Number four, um, uh, Trish Stratus. Oh, man, you are on the roll. <laughs> Number three, uh, uh, Kimberly Page. Oh, boy. Number two, uh, number two uh, Jay Mills probably going to pop me upside the head when he t- hears this. Number two, Page. Wow, you've been holding out on me. Well, number one, Charlotte. Whoa. He wants to yeah. do it with flair. Uh, <laughs> woo! 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the like mere charity is part of uh, Stacey Keebler, you know, or Kelly Kelly. Kelly okay. Kelly has a nice badonka donk, and that's about it. Yep. In my opinion. But Stacey Keebler has some nice legs. She does. I feel bad for Michelle because she's the only female that's on right now, and she's not going to get oohs or ahs from uh, us on her list. And if someone oohs and ahs, then uh, I don't know. Maybe we have to go back and do a male list. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Michelle. Michelle, go ahead. Yes. Hello. Hi. Oh, gosh. Michelle, my bell. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to serenade you, and that's all I get. What kind of crap is that? I didn't expect you to say that. Like, no one says that to me. Serenade. Okay. Mm, Okay. Anyway, I like it when you say I'm an ass man better. Oh, she's an ass man. No, I'm not an ass man. <laughs> 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 oh, my okay, here, 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 here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Try this one. She likes a mask. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are so silly tonight. <laughs> Wow. She's uh, the girl that likes to ass, man. Bam, bam. <laughs> he okay, can I touch them? them? He wants to squeeze them. She wants to grab it. She wants to pinch it. She might get a little too frisky. <laughs> Eminem has nothing on me. I am the new number one white rapper out there in the world. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, number, is there, I know ten. y'all aren't going to ooh and ah my list, as you said, but I'm sure it probably isn't going to surprise any of you. Maybe, maybe wait. not. If, if you say a woman in your top ten, you might get a ooh or ah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay, I'm getting all the giggles out of me now. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, I'll start from the bottom. So number 10 for me <clears throat> would be... <laughs> Stop! What the hell are you laughing at now? She wants to at the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Y'all need to get your minds out the gutter. Number my 10. My head's too big to fit in the gutter. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what she said. 
<laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Okay, okay Michelle, please go before I do say something else stupid. Go, please, please, go. Okay. <laughs> Number 10 for me would be Jane Storm. Ooh. Number 9. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are are y'all okay? Can I continue? I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm gonna shut up now. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Number nine would be Finn Balor. Number uh, eight. He's a, he's a he is a good looking guy though. Yes, yes he is. He really is. Number eight would be Bobby Roode. Ooh. Number seven would be hmm. That's a good question. Oh, <laughs> I would say Dolph Ziggler. You know, I I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did we save this for tomorrow? No good, please. please, I think I think I just choked. (laughs) I've been choking. Oh oh my god. Not 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Now not that choking. Now come on. Okay. Okay. Number seven, Dolph Ziggler. Number six. Would be hmm. Oh, um damn, I can't think of his name. It just went in my head. Um crap. Hold on, give me a minute. I, I just I just kinda went brain dead for a second. Which is typical for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the one that's married to Mickey James. Magnus. Thank you, Magnus. <clears throat> Number six. Number so five. Dean Ambrose. N- no. Number five. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> be- no. Number. <laughs> oh my Sorry. God, you guys. <laughs> I can't think. Uh, number five. Hulk Hogan. Would, <laughs> no. No. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. I think I had bad habits. I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> number five would be Chris Benoit. Oh. Number number four would be me. <laughs> number four no, number would one. be. Don't shortchange yourself there. Number four would be Kurt Henning. Number three, <clears throat> Carrie Von Eric. No. The Bulldog. No. Bob Backlund. Uh, 
No. <laughs> Number three. Oh, my God, you guys. Please believe. I don't even know what number I'm on. Three. You're, 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 on, you're on number three. Sorry, you're on number three. Bret Hart. Number three would Bret Hart, yep. Oh. Number two. Ricky Steamboat. No. Uh, number. Who? Oh, number two would be Edge, and it's a tie for number one of Brock and Randy. Oh, the, the Rock? Yes, Brock. The Rock? No, Brock Lesnar. Oh, Barack. Barack. Barack Obama. <laughs> no. Oh, that was my a goodness. great list. That was a great we list. Won't, show. Um, we, won't, we won't change. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Wait, did Bob Backlund really make her list? No. No, I'm joking. I was joking. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Even Arnold Stolen threw threw in the towel on that one. There's others that I would have put on my list, but I don't know about the top ten. No. You were uh, a Groove fan? Who? Rick Rude. Rather, rather no, I don't Rick think Rude. he... He doesn't do anything for me. How about the, how about the Venus? Oh, yeah. Val Venus is hot. Hello, Michelle. Val Venus is hot on the movies. Val Venus is hot and he smokes <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> The big Val Boski is like a Rubik's Cube. Big is hotter. And you play with it. <laughs> wow. I bet you the listeners are like, what the hell are we on tonight? <laughs> well, I put the post out there, but no one else has popped on the chat box. So, Yeah, Captain Dave Hello. was on a boy voyage because he couldn't figure out what four competed in the fantasy match. Yeah, we all, we all, as I mentioned before, he he chose, <clears throat> he chose, I believe, I believe, refresh my memory, I think it was Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode, Billy Gunn, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, God but, bless it, I didn't put Billy Gunn on my freaking list. What the hell's wrong with me? Okay, he's, he's, I got a three-way tie for number one, Billy Gunn, too. Good God, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You people, do we need to have a sex talk line or something next? WCWS After Dark Raw <laughs> Uncut Unadulterated Uncensored JML, you should so do like the, the the narrating for movies and like wrestling and shit. You really should. And the host of uh, no It hurts my voice though. <laughs> what? Oh. Wow. JD, where's JD? Here I haven't heard from JD since he said tiny time. <laughs> Indeed. <clears throat> Wait. All right. No, seriously. Where's JD? I'm here. Oh, there you are, buddy. I'm <laughs> sure you're still there. I get a big laugh. <laughs> Man, yeah. I did my list, and y'all made me forget damn Billy Gunn. Well, can I actually you're do just... a physical list now? Can you what? Can I do a list? 
Yes, sure. please. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to clear my throat here. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Ah, <clears throat> oh, verbal. Oh, verbal. <laughs> wow. Number 10. Hmm. Dawn Marie. <clears throat> Number 9. Diana Hart. Number 8. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Number 8. <laughs> hmm. Tori Wilson. There you go. <clears throat> there was, there was, uh, uh, there were some WWE uh, magazines that uh, yeah. went in the garbage after uh, I stared at some of those pictures. <laughs> oh, my number, Lord. Number seven. Uh, I always got some satisfaction from uh, Trish. Uh, number six. <laughs> Lisa. So, number five. Wait, who was number six? I'm sorry, you were cut out. Lita. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Ah, I met her in person and I, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was bad. Uh, number five. Hmm. Now, this is getting to the nitty gritty now. Becky. Ooh, Becky, you're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Becky. Number four, Mickey James. <laughs> I've always liked Mickey James. Yes, she is very pretty. Yes, she is. Yeah. I liked her when she had a little bit more uh, meat on her bones. I, that's how I preferred my Mickey. Uh, number, that was my number four. Number three. Hmm. You don't let go, buddy. No. You're obsessed with the Bula over there. (laughs) Number three. Hmm. I know who my two and one are. Number three. ODB. Who? (laughs) Oh. Oh. ODB. Aaron Terrell. (laughs) Number three, Karen Terrell. Oh, Tiffany. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my yeah. God. Oof. Oh, he... yeah. Oof. It'd be like a, a pogo stick. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Maurice. <laughs> Boing. Maurice, that's why the Miz is the luckiest man. I I can never make fun of the Miz because he goes home to that. He learns number one. <laughs> number one. My boo. Age. Of course. Of course. <clears throat> Absolutely. But Maurice, to me, I thought no one would ever unseat her. Then I laid eyes before Paige and uh, or upon Paige, and it's uh, it's been uh, true love ever since. There you go. <clears throat> and uh, one seven two four 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 seven four 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 NWO Wolfpack on this evening as we have 
the greatest wrestling mind ever and the king of the world, uh, best in the world, I should say, uh, <laughs> the JML experience, as well as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and J.D., the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo from Raw Radio, every Monday afternoon at 3, right here on TalkShoot.com. Uh, oh, <clears> back <throat> on the wolf pack. Mike Ron comes in the body bag. That's it. And um, and I guess the storm is still is still bad up there in uh, in Canada. So right now we don't have King NWO GTS or T Smith, but uh, it's almost uh, as bad as James Storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Michelle. I'm sure that'd be the only storm that, that Michelle man would see. That is sexy as hell, and you put some leather pants on him, and it's twenty times better. On me? What? No, on James Storm. <laughs> oh my god! I only wear leather in, in the comfort of my own home. Okay. <clears throat> I'm and, just uh, saying. Wh- now, while we have we have a few more minutes, if you want, we'll go ahead and uh, talk about our <clears throat> our second topic of the night, uh, advertised topic of the night. Um, and JML very raw, uncut, unadulterated. <laughs> Top ten sexiest female and male wrestlers of all time. <laughs> But uh, the other, <clears throat> your other topic, JML, is was talking about uh, Scott Steiner and Buff Bagwell, why they didn't go very, very far in the WWE. Um, of course, we know Buff Bagwell made that one appearance, which was considered the very first WCW match on a WWF show, uh, the title match with Booker T, until he was, uh, him and Booker T were taken out by Stone Cold and Kurt Angle. Uh, that was kind of a pity they couldn't use Buff Bagwell. <clears throat> that much during the WWF invasion and, of course, uh, later on in WWE and all that. Um, Scott Steiner, I think this was uh, talking about, he he's, he made pretty much like two appearances in the WWE. First time, of course, in the early 90s with his brother, of course, the Steiner brothers, held the tag team titles. Then, um, of course, going back into WCW and uh, they eventually broke out on, 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 uh, on their own, of course, Scott Steiner joining the NWO, becoming known as Big Papa Pump, <laughs> uh, and um, of course, eventually going over to <laughs> WWE, uh, where he was a uh, uh, good feud going on with uh, uh, Triple H and Evolution. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but like, like you said, but like uh, we said, it was a pity they could not they could not uh, go in that much farther. And they did. Uh, JML, your overall thoughts about Bagwell and Scott Steiner? I would, I would want to hear from JD first. Okay, JD, uh, your overall thoughts on 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 Bagwell and Scott Steiner? Why they didn't really get used that that used well, that that much in the WWE at all? JML, uh, as far as Bagwell goes, I mean, he really wasn't much of a factor. I mean, he was a little bit of an arrogant. In WCW, no pun intended. Whoa, whoa, JD, you kissed your mother with that mouth. There is old jerk in WCW. He really 
never materialized so much. I mean, he had that whole thing with Simon Dallas Page by stalking Kimberly. Acting like I would stalk Kimberly, too. Jeez. I mean, he pretended to be injured when he had a neck injury. How he made us all stupid in the process out there when he uh, <laughs> had a break injury. And as far as Scott Simon goes, I mean, the reason why he never got a break, I think, in WWE is because he was such a loose cannon in WCW. I mean, he could beat up anybody, I mean, whether it be his fellow wrestlers, announcers, uh, <laughs> he always have an attitude problem, however, because he was just totally an absolute psychopath in every sense of the word. And when he got to WWE, however, the reason why he didn't materialize as much, however, is because he just basically, he just buried everyone, however, in WWE with his uh, attitude, however. And he was, like, the same thing he was in WCW, however. And he really just didn't amount to much. So he was just really a lot if you ask me. Yeah, but here's my here, here's my thing with Scott Steiner. He debuted or re-debuted in WWE at the 2002 Survivor Series. Um, and JML was there. You know, that guy, JML, he was there. And he got a great ovation. He, yeah. uh, you know, we expected big things out of him, and he got thrusted into the main event <laughs> picture against uh, Triple H and Evolution. Yep. Uh, they Triple H and him had two less than stellar matches of uh, at the Royal Rumble, and then at No Way Out. Uh, yeah. But I, I actually kind of think that Triple H uh, intentionally went out there to bury. Scott Steiner, both matches, and then I'm not going to say he didn't. He he totally did because Triple H at the time had the biggest ego in the company by far. However, and he figured, however, with him kissing Vince's backside the way he did, however, as top heel, however, he just found a way just like to bury everyone else beneath him. He figures, oh, Vince is just. I mean, I'm saying Vince is sorry now, however. He's going to give me this big race, this and that, however. I'm just going to put everyone out the pasture and bury everyone and everything. Because that's the way I am, and I should deserve yep. that. And you got to remember too, uh, Triple H hated anything that was WCW, and uh, that was one of the reasons why I thought his feud would sting. Like I liked it so much because uh, Triple H spoke from the heart when he was like, you know, I buried everyone that came over from WCW sting, and like we're the last one that I need to beat, and. It's pretty much true if you think about it. Triple H beat Booker T. He beat Nash. He beat Goldberg. Flair. He beat Scott Steiner. He beat Flair. He beat everyone. Ran through to XWCW guys like like Water. Uh, Sting was the last one. Uh, but getting back to Steiner, uh, it, it's a shame because. He had a good following. Like, he was very popular. And even yeah. through the day that he left or asked for his release, he was still popular, even with that whole tag team angle he had with Tess. Like, he always came out to a good reaction. Yeah, granted, his in-ring performance wasn't that great, but he was still battling multiple injuries. And WWE didn't know about it. And they were the ones that put him out there. So it was kind of like, we're going to pay you a ton of money to go out there and 
you're not going to perform to the level that you were you were doing at the tail end of WCW when you were world champion. Um, but you'll probably sell some T-shirts, and that's all we really care about. But do you think, like I said earlier, however, because of his loose cannon persona, however, do you think that kind of hurt him in a way? Because, like I said, he was totally psycho in WCW, and he would just attack anybody and everybody, and he didn't even give a damn. But he here, here's the thing. There. Here's the thing. What's the difference between WCW and WWE? WWE won the money at war, plain and simple. No, WWE had one voice and one voice only, and that's Vince McMahon. Yeah. Right? WCW never had that. They had so many, so many, many voices that it confused everyone. Um... You had wrestlers with creative control clauses, the whole nine yards. Yep. Um, Scott Steiner, there was actually a shoot interview that he did. I forget who we did it with, um, but there was an incident backstage where uh, Triple H asked for Scott Steiner to be tested for steroids, and uh, Scott Steiner replied, well, I have no problem with you testing me, but you should test Hunter at the same time and let me get his result. And they never and they never tested Steiner. I think that's who it was. He said that to Larry Nice Or it may have been one of the other ones. I do remember him making that talk, I remember because there was a lot there was a lot of scuttlebutt about that and I remember uh like I said, Triple H buried a lot of WCW guys at that time. Not just Steiner, I mean, he buried Goldberg, he buried other people too, like he said. But I think it was uh, Johnny Casey actually said that comment to And then I think when uh, John, Mr. Triple Power, sorry about that, had to say, uh, under that question, how that's when Steiner went from, went into a shoot mode and said, if he's going to do that to me, how and him. Kiss my ass. <clears throat> right, right. And of course, Scott Steiner went on to also compete for a pretty good while in uh, TNA. Had a pretty good run there. Yeah. Uh, was it, was involved in that group called the Main Event Mafia. Yeah. Um, well, we know his history so. as a tag champion and at one time as a world champion. Do you think he'll ever get into the Hall of Fame considering his history of WCW being a tag team champion with his brother? I think the Steiners should make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I was getting ready to ask if anyone if, if everyone thinks the Steiner brother should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely affirmative. think so, Michelle? Hello, Yes, Michelle. I agree. Hello. Sounds <laughs> Making sure you were there. I'm still here. I'm just listening to you guys. Well, we we appreciate that, and uh, thank you. Yes. Well, um, you're welcome. One seven two four 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 seven four 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 NWO Wolfpack on the evening as I had the greatest wrestling mind ever and the best in the world, the JML Experience, uh, Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and JD the Iceman Jared D. from Raw Radio. 
course, every uh, uh, Monday afternoon at 3 right here on TalkShoot.com. Uh, of course, <clears throat> debuting uh, just another program note this Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Um, Gerard and Michelle will be hosting uh, our fourth installment in the radio network, which will be WCWS Attitude Radio. WCWS Get Some Attitude, starring Mr. NWO, his yeah. Royal Highness himself. Oh, yeah. GTS, Gerard T. Smith, and his co-pilot, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Saturday night night at 9 o'clock, and of course, one of the big topics that Gerard and Michelle will be covering will be, of course, NXT TakeOver, (laughs) and be doing some more highlights, of course, for SummerSlam. And this Sunday night at 6 o'clock, a uh, special edition of Revolution, in which we will be highlighting, uh, of course, our preview show of SummerSlam and also be talking about, like I said, our predictions. And also the panel will be getting their bets prepared as well as uh, mm-hmm. who, who they think. Oh, yes, and Michelle's all pumped up, ready for that. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, uh, and uh, I'm sure everyone else will be as well. So, And like I said, this is a full full week of shows for us there, folks. I mean, uh, four shows. Unbelievable already in a, in a span of three months. Amazing. I, I Absolutely. thought of a bet. Oh, Michelle has, a pre- Michelle has a preview of a bet. Oh, go ahead, please. I, I think that I should bet J.D. Oh. Oh, oh J.D. Oh, oh, Michelle has... Oh, oh, J.D., Michelle you've, been, you've been challenged. J.D., you got to shave... Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shave his back. <laughs> shave, shave his feet. Ooh. Ew. <laughs> Toe jam. Uh, anyway, Michelle, go ahead, please. No, I was going to say that I would bet him on... Something on one of the matches of him and I didn't see eye to eye on, and I would get like if I went against him, I would get two days off of no videos to post. Ooh, oh JD, character character. What happens if he wins? I don't know. He can make the bet. It's his. It, I mean, I make my bet. He makes his. You say yeah. anything? Anything? Okay. Two days, no video. Okay. I'm not thinking perfect I'm in response to that. Okay. Um I thought the video what? I'll take that back. What's the what's the match you want to bet? I, I don't know. What match do we not see eye to eye on? Um I'll Rock and that. Poker. Uh, let's go with, uh... Brock and Taker. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, I got it. Your boy, Michelle. Randy Orton versus Sheamus. Oh, you're on. Because you're going to freaking lose, dude. Because Orton is going to no. demolish him. Randy wanted, Randy wanted St. Louis to battleground. Sheamus evens the score here. 
So so JD is picking Sheamus to beat Orton, and Michelle obviously is picking Orton to beat Sheamus. <clears throat> so if I understand correctly, we have a bet already for SummerSlam that if Michelle wins, that she, you don't post any of JD's videos for two days. And I have a bet for Chadwick. Oh boy! Whoa! Okay, what you? What you okay. Hmm. Oh, let me finish but this wait, wait, what was JD's bet back to me? I, I think I didn't hear that part. He said something about uh, a nine iron and a blow up hole. JD, what was your what was your side? What was your what was your bet? What was part of uh, your, your... Let me think of that while you guys think you're bad. I'm still thinking of the bet right now to get back to Michelle on. So what's okay. your something? Like I have something in Oh dear God. I'm okay. in trouble. Uh, okay, uh JML, any particular match you want to place this bet on? I wanna uh-huh. place a bet against JML. Oh wait a minute. Oh Michelle <laughs> Fine. wanna place a bet? Oh, oh, this would be a, this would be more interesting, yes. As long as, as I keep it, my clothes if, on, yes. If I, win, <laughs> I, if I win, Michelle mm-hmm. has to lead a discussion about how great and how much she loves Kevin Owens. <laughs> you asshole. I mean, you're so good at me. <laughs> okay, now, I'm taking the bet. Now, if I lose... I have well, 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 you don't about pick your bet if you EM lose, Punk. buddy. Oh, I got it. Okay, I wait a minute. Go ahead. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let JML finish. Let him finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I said it. I have to talk about CM Punk. What? Oh, I lose. wait. So, so, so. Can I, I add to that? Can I add to that? <laughs> no CV. I will not break that rule. I wasn't going to say him. Oh. Okay. At all. What's that? What's that, Ben? If if you lose, you can talk about CM Punk. That's fine. But at least ten minutes of your nice little discussion, if you lose whatever whatever match we're betting on here, Uh that... You have to recall Brock Lesnar's first ten matches from UFC and who he went against on those matches. Okay. Okay. So, so, so what match are we betting on? All right. Uh, Brock and Taker. So you're taking Taker. I will take Taker. All right, and I'll take Brock. Match on. Okay, so all right, here's so apparently JML and Michelle are will be betting on the match between Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. Michelle was going to take Brock to win. Jamel and Chadwick, you're not getting off scot free here. <laughs> well, I'm not getting off at all, but anyway. <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> oh, for Christ's sakes! And <laughs> where are you, Ed? She's she's resting now. She's asleep. 
right. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. So let me let me re- let me reiterate this. That I want to make sure this for everyone who is listening here that uh, JML and Michelle are betting on the match between Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker at SummerSlam. Michelle is taking Brock to win, and JML is taking Undertaker to win. If Michelle wins, huh. JML must say must talk must say something about CM Punk apparently, and also recall. Brock Lesnar's first ten matches in UFC about who he went up against. I'll be easy on him. I'll say the first five, not ten, because that's okay. a lot, and and we want to okay. have time for other things too. So I'll say the first five. Well, technically, his first MMA fight wasn't in UFC. He fought some Asian guy. His second fight he had was against Frank Mir. Hold on, you can't do it now. His third one was against Randy Couture. His fourth one was against Frank Mir. And his fifth one was against... What the hell? You're not Dane supposed Harwin. to do it now. You oh. just ruined it. Oh. I got that one out of the way. Now I got to shut down to CM Punk. What the hell? You think you're going to lose? What? Do you think you're going to lose? Is that why you're doing this? No, I'm just giving you one pro bono. I'm showing up one for you. So, so no, 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 no. This ain't sing along with The Rock. Hold on. Steven <laughs> Chadwick have serious business to attend to. He's not getting oh. out scot free tonight. <laughs> 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 I want to hear buddy. We need to we need to settle this. If I win this bet, uh-huh. you're gonna throw the whole Kogan DVD out the window. We need to film this. Whole Kogan DVD out the window. In other words, you want me to stop talking about the whole Kogan DVD? Yes. The whole Kogan DVD. It's out of your vocabulary on all shows for the next month and a half. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh. Oh. Wow. Wait, what? Is this just a friendly bet, or is this a bet against SummerSlam and he has to do it if he loses? Oh, this is a SummerSlam bet. Okay. Now, Chadwick, if, if I happen to lose... Yes. What do you want me to do? Uh, hmm. Hmm. Let me. Oh, okay. Uh. Um. And and I say this with nothing but the utmost respect, of course. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> no. Wait a minute. Um. Uh, that I as I know that we're doing this to try to help gain. Uh, gain listeners on the show about, but just um, about the re- the reminders about telling them about the shows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If, I mean, I I, I understand. I, I mean, in other words, you don't have to remind me because I I know that, but um, that does take me just a few minutes, and there's no way I can paste it or copy it on <laughs> from from when I did it to somebody. Send it to somebody else or whatever. So, uh, but 
I'll, I'll say that. No more chiming in. Perfect. But that Hulk Hogan DVD doesn't get mentioned for a month and a half. That would be so in other uh, words, I can't, I can't, I can't, for me. Okay, so I can't talk about it up until sometime in October. Yeah. So then, and then there'll be another pay-per-view, and we can have the same bet, and now well, we can continue on. Okay, okay. And now, now, now you didn't mention the match in question. What's the match in question here we're talking about? Rollins. And Cena. <laughs> Obviously, I think we know where this is going. I'm taking Cena. I'm taking the new best in the world, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Okay. 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 That sounds. Then that that sounds fun. So. Turning to J-Mail and myself, I've made a bet on the match between John Cena and Seth Rollins for title at SummerSlam. I'm, with, I am, of course, be taking John Cena. Me and, and JD are going to make a bet right now. Uh, I'm taking Seth Rollins. The Mossy Brothers is on the line. JD, let's go. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. And Michelle says no posting for two days. I got one bet. I want to up the stakes even more. Is I John want the Mossy Brothers if I win. All right. Wait, what did I do? No. I don't know. You got dragged into, uh, you're going to pay for my Permonti brothers. I have to pay me? for me. Per, me. Me. I do. I do. Oh. Yeah, while well, he's up what? in Pittsburgh, yeah. While well, he's up in Pittsburgh. But you know what, Michelle? I got one for you. Since we're going back to our bed originally, and I'll get back to your bed in a second, JML. You talk oh, about God. not posting for two days, however. Here's one. You cannot talk about Randy Orton. For one full show. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be the Tuesday night show, the Wednesday night show, whatever show it is. I will pick the night. You cannot discuss no nothing about Randy Orton in any way, shape, or form for one full <laughs> You can't talk about no. Orton and his little Orton. So, in other words, not, in, other words, uh, in other words, she can't talk about it on the show her and Gerard are going to host as well? Uh, she cannot. Uh, I will. Just, I will find. I will tell you what show she can. Uh, I'll discuss what show she can maybe bring up Orn on, off the air. However, but she cannot bring up Orn for one full night. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! So you're you're going to pick a particular show? It's not like the whole week. Or exactly right. Uh, exactly. It's just one particular. I don't think show she could do it for a whole week. To be honest. I don't think either, but I figured I'd That'd be a nice be, guy. Be, that would be like me talk, not talking about Paige. Yeah. Oh, shit. I should have done that. <laughs> no backsies. There I you go, Michelle. The stakes are in your... You got my stakes in now, as well as your stakes to me. See, and then knowing you, you'll do it on Tuesday when his ass is on Raw the night before, and I can't freaking say it. <laughs> Damn, um, you, 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 you should pick you should you should pick a show after like Orton has done something amazing like I don't know RKO everyone on New Day or like barbed wire and JML. He can, man. I'm just giving him an idea. I'm helping a brother yeah. out. I haven't said what show it's going to be yet though. 
I, I'm well, wait a minute. What, I, this is I, like, what match did we bet I on? I love this I'm idea. Lost. This is, this is <laughs> better. <laughs> this, is <laughs> better. <laughs> this is better than a Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> this was the this was the Seamus Randy oh, Orton Seamus match. Seamus and Orton. I got Seamus and you got Randy. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Since it's not okay. final now, damn it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm revoking my bet. To him All on right. this, if no, when Randy Orton kicks that crazy rooster-looking piece oh, of shit, I know where ass, this is going. Yeah, you damn yeah. right. Now you damn right. You, Mister JD, yes. are going to recite Randy yes. Orton's history from the first five years in five All minutes. Right. All right. I could do that. I'll I thought you were going to ask him not to say however anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Within the All first right. five years? All right. Any, any, do you want matches too, or do you want any particular feuds, or uh, just as brief nope. history, how you got into this? Okay. Nope. The first five years that he was born? No, the first I mean, that's five years he was in wrestling. That's some thinking. You know what? I'll take the bet, and you take my bet that you cannot talk about Randy on one particular show, and I will pick the show what it is for one full night. Oh, okay. God. You're you're on, and now I can say because the bet's final. I am so glad that you didn't say Brock because damn it, he is one also that I cannot go without talking about. <laughs> well, so so now I feel like I need to make a bet against Chad to make it fair. No, the UJDs still haven't made our bet. Well, okay, we'll get to that. Now they'll be our last bet. Why don't you guys go do your bet next, and Jamie I will do our, and I will do our bet next. Okay, go, because I want to hear this. Huh? Y'all go. No, I want to hear this. No, no, no. Well, we'll, 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 we have food on the line. We have food on the line. You got food? Yeah. Food. Oh, when you go, when you guys meet up, food. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Chadwick uh, but what, but what match did you um, vote on? We're gonna vote on uh, the divas match. And who did you take? Uh, who uh, I would obviously take my boo bear. Okay. And who did JD take? And I'm going to take, you know, I have not made my pick yet. I'm going to take, you know what? As I, I mean, I like your Boo Bears team, but you know what? I'm going to go Team Bella. Yes! Sorry, DML. I love Paige, Charlotte, and Becky, but I'm going to go Team Bella against you on that one. Oh, boy. And now, now what happened, what could happen here is we can get a possible push on this bet if uh, the Sasha team wins. Yeah. I'll take and guess with what? Y'all. And guess what? We just pay for our own food. Like, you know, real men. Yeah. We just pay for our own meal. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there okay. you go. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. All right. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know what? You, if Team Bad wins, you both buy each other just a friendly beer. No friendly beers. We don't, we don't, we don't partake in friendly beers. Well, damn it, it was an idea. What we do is uh, we take shots of Fireball. Okay, oh, no, well, buy each other shot. <laughs> JD's like, what, what the hell did I get myself into? 
I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, this doesn't look right in the hole, but not that. But all right. <laughs> But we're going to have fireball, and we're going to light it on fire, and then we're going <laughs> to... All right, guys. The ball is in your court, you guys. So, Chad, Michelle, go ahead with your bet. Yeah, Chad, dribble <laughs> it out. Uh, ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. Um. All righty, then. Uh, I'm down here on the floor. I'm down here on the floor. Collapsed. Oh, boy. Um. <clears throat> I think we should, um, uh, Chad, I think we should bet on the uh, Owens-Cesaro match. Okay. And I'm honestly not going to take Owens. I'm going to go with Cesaro. Oh, I forgot about that match. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, unless you want to bet on another one, we can. I just, it was one that popped in my head. Quite okay. Quite. Okay, I'll 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 give him I'll give him a little bit of credit here. Uh I'll I'll tell you what, to be to be fair, uh you can choose Cesaro and I can choose Owens. Ooh. Okay. Now what's the bet? Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Remember that one uh, face? night where we're all in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Shut up, oh, JML. <laughs> Stop putting bad ideas in my head. It's dangerous if you do that. Uh, 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 mm, it involves uh, a three-wood, <laughs> uh, some lipstick, um, cotton candy, JML. perhaps uh, a putty green. <laughs> Good night, JD. Uh, <laughs> Did he just leave? He said night, night. Oh. Good night. No, I'm, no, you're, no, you're I'm not. here. No, I'm here, guys. No, I said, you're talking about, it's me, what I said, no, it's talking about ice cubes and a nine iron. This is the quote from Happy on the Philly Mess. And, <clears throat> I know. And JD, you got to okay. ruin everything. Ah. Uh oh boy. Mm. Uh how about this? How about uh, this? Okay. Michelle has to send Chad some homemade, home baked cherry pie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sign sealed and delivered. Michelle, I wasn't thinking that. Okay. I, I say he's dangerous. You putting up, putting bad ideas in my, putting ideas in my head. Uh, oh, boy. friendly bets, people. Friendly bets. Okay, okay. That okay. is a friendly I'm, bet. I, I'm, 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 well, well, he's got a point, but okay, I've got one. Okay, this, this just came to me. He's just gonna get, have oh, a God. piece of your cherry pie. Oh my God! <laughs> it's just pie. It's just a nibble. That good pie. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> um, okay, Michelle, I got it right here. If, okay. If Kevin Owens... No, no, if, if Cesaro beats Kevin Owens... Mm-hmm. Okay. I give you my word 
because I've actually said this before to you when I brought up this one thing, and I keep backing off of it, but this time I really mean this. I will stop asking you about our shirts for a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I know I've probably asked you 10 or 15 times since you said that we were going to get these and we just haven't seen them yet. And I, I ask that because I, I get concerned. I keep looking at my mailbox. I don't see anything. So, I mean, I'll – which I'm hoping they'll be here soon, which – They should be. Way, I think these are they these have become the the equivalent of WCW US the the unicorn of WCW US. It's like a mythical figure that all of a sudden one day just might appear. And it's not Michelle's fault. I, I don't know what happened, but maybe they found anthrax in the shirts and they were confiscated by the US government. I don't know. There's some weird Weird shit going on. I don't know what so, it is. So obviously, no, but no one has gotten them yet. Apparently, so. No. Uh, no. I. Well. Okay. Well. But uh, but but Michelle, just that on the serious thing here. That's my side of it. If Cesaro defeats Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. For one week, I will not bring up anything whatsoever to you about those shirts. And he has to shave his nipples. What? What? I don't have hair around my... Oh, Lord, have mercy. If he's got to gonna live, live tweet it to everyone on the panel, too tough to handle... Oh my goodness! Okay. Um, yeah, but I, I have I have no way to say anything like that. Yes, you do. No, I I, I no I don't. Have, I'm serious. Go to the public library and do it. <laughs> no, we're not going to piss Ann off. Go to the pub, yeah. public library and and take off your shirt and shave your nipples. It's perfectly fine to do that. Oh my goodness. I don't have any hair around my nipples. I know that for a fact. Have you checked lately? Yes. <laughs> are are yes. you sure about that? Yes, I'm sure about that. JD, <laughs> I think I think he's pulling our you know what here. Mm. Okay, and, and and Michelle, if what is your side of it if if uh Kevin Owens defeats Cesaro? <sighs> You mean if Cesaro beats Kevin Owens? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, no, other way. Um, yeah, other way, other way, yeah, because I said I'd take Kevin Owens. Yes. Hmm. If Kevin Owens beats Cesaro, we will give you a night off of the radio talk show and someone else will host it for you to have a break. What was that? So let let me reiterate this. (laughs) The match between Cesaro and Kevin Owens, the show's picking Cesaro, I'm picking Kevin Owens. If Cesaro defeats Kevin Owens, 
I will not ask Michelle for a whole week at all about our special shirts. But if Kevin Owens if Kevin Owens defeats Cesaro, then I get one night away from hosting either Revolution or Wolfpack. Yeah. So one of the three But you can still be in the chat panel box if you want. No. I will not allow that. So you want me to be you? you for one, so JML is is suggesting that I, I'm a, I stay away from it for one night completely. Yes. And we well, let it all hang loose on WCW US Radio. <laughs> After dark. <laughs> now, now, Michelle, Michelle, if, if I, now let, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me ask you this: Would I get to pick my fill-in? Or do you pick yeah. it? No, you pick it. pick it. I would pick it. Okay. Well, let's wait and see what happens, and then I will. We'll talk about it after SummerSlam's over with, or okay, the next day or whatever. So, so, <clears throat> so there. So, so our bets between myself, Michelle, JML, and JD have been officially made for SummerSlam. Uh, of course. Remember, Saturday night, 9 o'clock, the debut of WCWS Attitude Radio. Gerard K. Smith and Michelle Lynn Doss will be your hosts. And also, Sunday night at 6 p.m., a special edition of Revolution, where we will, we will uh, of course, highlight SummerSlam 2015, talk about our predictions, who's going to win. Uh, and, of course, we'll, we'll once again bring up, bring up our bets and all that between myself, JML, Michelle, and JD tonight. Uh, uh, and of course, uh, I would love to have heard from uh, Ronda Rush Wright and King NWO GTS Gerard T. Smith, but there was some, they had a couple of conflicts, unfortunately. So, Ooh, what couldn't. were Ronda and Gerard doing? Well, Ronda just now says, sorry, had a date and it ran late. Ooh, I mean, she got a little. Uh, uh, uh. Hmm. <laughs> down tonight. Maybe, boop, maybe boop, not. It's down tonight. Boop, boop. She can't leave it with him. Ah, for never mind. So, so ladies and gentlemen, join us, join us again tomorrow night mm-hmm. for our Friday edition of the Revolution, as well as, like I said, the debut of Attitude Radio Saturday night at nine with Gerard and Michelle, and Sunday night at six o'clock for our uh, SummerSlam 2015 preview show. For the greatest wrestling mind and the best in the world, the JML experience, as well as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Raw Radio's JD, the Iceman, Jerry Geronimo. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you so much for joining us and join us tomorrow night at 9 on TalkShoe.com for the Friday edition of WCWS Revolution. Thank you, everyone. WCWUS. It's some attitude this weekend. There you go. <laughs> Have a great evening, guys. We'll talk to you. We'll see you later, and we'll talk to you. See you later in the ring. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Good night. (laughs) Good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.